<sighs> Welcome to Napcast. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Relax. It's time for a nap. Are you ready for a nap? Close your eyes. Really close your eyes. Are you closing them? Are they closed? Good. Now imagine a big pillow. The biggest pillow you've ever seen. The pillow is huge. The yeah. pillow absorbs you into its fluffiness. Napcast. Relaxing. Now imagine the president's junk. Says who? A podcast that is not a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. And I am Maureen Johnson. I'm saying I'm saying things differently. You really are. You're really taking some alternate uh pronunciation takes here. I'm trying to switch it up. You know why? Why? Because I'm just trying to make something be different. There's there seems like seems like the news is doing well enough on that. Well, you you say that. Um first of all, it's Tuesday. Uh March what 20 20,000th? 20 20th. 20th. Just We're the 20th. Uh, that's not possible. They're not 20,000 days in a month. Yeah, you said to me, Dan, like, "Oh, you know, were you ready to record?" And I said, "Dan, we we recorded." Last week, this is a this is a true fact. I DM'd you two days ago and was like, "Hey, uh, what days work well for you? Uh, Tuesday's a little better than Monday for me." And you were like, "What are you talking about? We recorded last week." <laughs> and then I I was like, "Oh my goodness, I think we did." And I actually had to go back and look at at uh, release dates. And then I was like, "No, no, Maureen, that was two weeks ago." Nothing time time. Has no meaning anymore. We've really entered a, a lot the lost time point. I think yeah. at, at this point, it's like things collapse into themselves in a yeah. way that just no longer makes any sense at all. I ran in yesterday because I've also in one of those phases where everything I personally tries to do go tries to try to do goes wrong. Like talking. Look, I. I use my fingers, not my mouth words. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I'll give you an example of weirdness from this morning, Dan. I found that this morning somebody writes to me and says, hey, good job on Megyn Kelly this morning. And I said, what? What? I'll, I'll say that. What? Yeah. No, I wasn't on Megyn Kelly, but apparently my book was. And I was like, no, it wasn't. And they're like, no, no, it was. <laughs> And there's Megan Kelly, and she was talking to Harlan Coben, which is why it made sense. And he was doing like spring recommendations. And there's Harlan; he's holding up my book, and he does like a whole nice thing. He's it was so great. And there's this giant picture of the cover of my book sitting next to wow. Megan Kelly, and I'm like, that's weird. That's and she was like, oh, I it sounds great, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I just sort of ran in a little circle, like, meh, sounds right. I mean, that was a that was a high point, but it was weird. Like, but everything is weird now. Everything's weird. Maureen, let me tell you something about me. I have spent the last week feeling like I'm gonna just fall over standing up asleep. I can't yeah. Like my brain is like like we talk about uh missing time. My brain no longer functions at all, I think. Like I'm I'm it's like I live in molasses. Yeah. That's how, yeah, I, I, I relate pretty heavily to that. Um, when I sat, to, yeah, I, 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 I was so tired when I sat down to record this, I didn't attach the arm of the, like the microphone stand arm correctly. And the whole thing just fell over. And you, I heard you say hello. And then I, you probably heard a giant clunk. It was kind of amazing. Like sounded like there was, yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of banging and a lot of you being like, oh, 
Whoa. <laughs> and then more banging. Yeah. That's a very March 2018 way of feeling is that there's yawning and banging. Yeah. That sounds right. And uh it's it's newsy. It's just it's non-stop. Like it is non-stop. I I think how quaint just a couple of episodes ago where I was like this last two week period was the most Trump two week period we've ever seen in the history of Trump. And now it's like uh, you can like take everything we discussed in that two week period and discuss it like one day now. Yeah, it it. it... Well, should we, uh, should we, uh, get into it? No. Yep. I agree. All right. Perfect. We should get into it, Dan. All right. Fine. I mean, it's, it's why people come here because they've already been through it. We assume that you listen to this because you just want to confirm to yourself that someone else heard that shit happen. That's what we're here for. That's why we're here. We heard that shit. We heard it. Now, we've lost we've lost some more of our friends. Um, I wouldn't qualify them as friends. Wouldn't you? No. No, I wouldn't. Well, we've lost them. It's true. <laughs> that lost, part's we, true. We lost a couple of dicks. Yeah. Well. I, which dick do we even start with? There are a lot of dicks, Maureen. There are a lot of well, dicks to discuss this week. Should we? Well, uh, should we start with the big dick? I'm going to just follow. I don't even know which big dick. Go. Look. <laughs> just surprise me. <laughs> you know which big dick. I don't. Probably not the one that Stormy Daniels has a photo of because uh, it's probably not that big. So we've lost a we've lost a Titan this week. In the person of Rex Tillerson. And it just sort of happened one morning at like nine in the morning. What even? What fucking day was it? I literally could not even tell you what day. And it happened in the morning because it was one of those things where you pick up, you know, turn on the computer. What's happened since? Oh, oh, all right. He's gone. Yeah. Um, just a Trump, because, Trump tweet saying he's out. Yeah, because he we seem to have... Trump governs like the dread pirate Roberts, you know, like, <laughs> good night, I'll likely kill you in the morning. And then every, every once in a while, he just does. Yeah, that's where, he, yeah, he's a little different than the dread pirate Roberts, and then he actually does follow through occasionally. The amazing detail of this firing, Maureen, <laughs> the truly says Whovian detail of this firing, which came out a few days later, was he was told that Trump was going to tweet something. I don't believe that he was told specifically that he was fired. He was simply told, hey, watch for a tweet from uh, John Kelly, the chief of staff, who phoned him up while he was on an airplane. And detail one, Maureen, he was on an airplane flying back from Africa where he was doing like crash diplomacy, trying to clean up from uh, Trump's... Uh, January comment of Africa being a bunch of shithole countries. So he's already sent off on a, just a pure losing mission, but he's flying back. He gets a call while Maureen, while he's shitting on the toilet. Maybe I'm, a, hate, certainly he was sitting on the toilet. I hate everything. It's, this is it. This is how we live now, Maureen. I'm not okay. No. No. Well, there was there was another wrinkle to that, which is that he so Trump tweets that he's gonna that he's fired Rex Tillerson at like eight in the morning, but he doesn't actually call him until noon. Yeah. Correct, and then he makes Trump makes Kelly go out and do his fucking little like dirty henchman work and say he was on the toilet like 
Trump doesn't even say it. He makes Kelly say it. Unless Kelly's like, I just really want to just volunteer the information that the Secretary of State was fired while he was on the oh, toilet. Oh, I think that was entirely Kelly just deciding that he was going to. Really? Oh, yes. This is not a good person. Like, for, for all of last summer's narrative of John Kelly being the moderating influence, I think he took great joy in saying, yeah, he was he was on the toilet when I told him. I don't think that was a Trump dictate. I think that was I because think that you was think Kelly going he hates him. Nights. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, when the toilet thing came up, I was like, well, that's a little something for Dan. It was, it was like a little gift <laughs> a little wrapped up airplane toilet gift. Mm. Well, then someone else fell from grace. Oh, you want you want you want to do this one? You got it. You got it. You're rolling. Am I? All right. You are. You're rolling. At Friday night at 10 p.m., Andrew McCabe, number two person at the FBI, was fired 26 hours before he was supposed to retire because apparently we're in a cop movie. Yeah. Just one more day and then I retire. And uh, now, Dan, and I'm not saying this really applies to your life much, but if you were ever thinking to yourself... Who do I not want to piss off? Yes. I think about that a lot. Okay. Who can you name me some types of people you might not want to just kind of fuck with for no particular reason? Uh certainly high on the top of that list would be, I don't know, somebody who's 26 hours from retirement who most likely has a lot of information on me if I was doing anything mildly shady or even really shady. That would definitely be near the top of my list. But I, this is an interesting thought experiment, but certainly no, it has no application to our actual discussion, right? This whole thing is developing a very murder on the Orient Express feel to me, and I don't want to say too much about... If you've read or seen it, you'll you'll kind of know what I mean, but it's, um, it's a, a case study in... Um, what happens when you have too many enemies? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, um, I, I, the, the idea... It, like, everyone kept saying the, that night that he was fired, like, oh, well, he's sending a message, right? It's like, what's that? What is the message that he's sending? Like, just, like... I'm going to fucking fire you before you get your pension. So yeah, clearly you're not going to then give all your memos to Mueller or, you know, issue a statement to the press or, you know, hire a lawyer to fucking sue me for firing you 26 hours before you're, you're going to retire. Like what was the message that he thought he was sending? Um, Happy birthday. It, it was, was it was his it, birthday. It, it was going to be his 50th birthday as well. <laughs> I mean, really. It was it was his it's he's turning 50 and he was about to retire and get his pension. It was a you know, there was a lot going on that day. I could just imagine Andrew McCabe sitting there. He's got a cake. You know, he's got like that pointed party hat on yeah. and the phone rings. Got a I'm little gonna, blowy in his mouth. I'm just going to get this phone call. <laughs> and of course, our weird, 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 weird president starts gloating on this, about this on Twitter. Because, um, Dan, I'm done. I'm done. I don't know. I, I, I'm, goodbye. Oh, well. Oh, that was her door opening and closing. Well, hey, Morton's not here. I can tell all of you that you should buy her book. Not only is it great, Dan, but Megan Kelly loves it. Huh? To, don't what? try to do this. I'm just saying. I I'm so, I'm so tired right now. I I don't. Yeah. I feel like my insides are made of gravy. I just not any of not good gravy. Bad gravy. Bad gravy. What show was it where one of the catchphrases was good gravy? That's going to haunt me for a while now. I don't now. think that wasn't a real thing. I think it was. I think it was. 
Oh, man. I just did a Google search for good gravy, thinking I would get, uh-huh. oh, it's from this show from 1978. Instead, it's just a lot of recipes for gravy. <laughs> gravy. <laughs> All right. We're not going to be able to avoid this, Maureen. Let's just dive right back in. So in addition to gloating that he was, uh, that he fired McCabe. And this was also one of those wonderful things, kind of similar to the firing of Comey, where the stated reason that they fired James Comey was because he mishandled or mistreated Hillary Clinton during the the email uh, bullshit, Um, which, of course, then Trump immediately contradicted in uh, in an interview with with Lester Holt, where he explained that, you know, the Russia stuff was just too much. And so we fired him. Um, The McCabe thing, the stated reason, again, was that he was not forthcoming in information regarding the FBI's investigation of Hillary Clinton um, though that not forthcoming was in an investigation over who leaked to the Wall Street Journal that the FBI was, in fact, still investigating Hillary Clinton. So, again, it's this weird thing where it's like, oh, we're going to bring up Hillary's email somehow. But then he immediately contradicted himself and basically was like, it is a great day for America that someone as disloyal as this guy is out. And it's just like, Jesus, you don't. He doesn't think. He just doesn't think. No. But that kind of set him off from there. He just he just shit posted all weekend about the Mueller investigation, like naming Mueller by name, which was something that he had been kind of kept in a box on by apparently his legal team for quite a while. But they've all now kind of thrown their hands up and uh, and he's just more than willing to shit post about Mueller and and how they're biased. And uh. well, and this is, I we we know at some point over the weekend his aides were like quickly take him to the golf course like they kind of scooped him up and ran him to the golf course just to try to you know work off a little energy, buddy. It's like what I do with Zelda when she honestly what I do with Zelda is if because she has you know she's has getting chemo and she has two torn ACLs now, um, and if she's really just stirred up, um, I just have to let her hump my arm. So, I mean, I assume that maybe that's someone's job in the White House. <laughs> Gross. Like, if he gets really stirred up, uh, you just have to let him hump your arm. I don't want that. And it's John I Kelly. I want that in my brain. John Kelly's like, does what I do. I don't even think about it anymore, Dan. I just stick my arm. I'm like, here you go. Uh, like, it uh, just happens. It's not not great. I don't like it, but palms uh, are down for a couple oh, minutes. Boy. Keeps her from oh, digging on the carpet. It's not the dog so image assuming, that I don't want in my brain right now. It's, if it's not John Kelly, oh. I mean, maybe they trade off. Like, whose job is it? Oh, it's John boy. Kelly's today. It's a big master's oh, job. Oh, boy. Occasionally, oh, it's probably Jared's, oh, boy. Jared's job. Oh, oh man. Wear oh. that suit I like. The soft one. Oh, boy. So soft. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, calms him right down. Get some quiet. Anyway, good gravy. Oh, I feel like I'm just well, staring into the void right now, Maureen. Hmm? Just staring. I feel. I suddenly feel awake. Oh boy. Oh, right back up. Boy. Yeah, Dan. The other night I was walking home, uh, with uh, my other half, Oscar. And we had been attempting to, because we're getting married in like 10 weeks and nothing's really ready, Dan. And so we were like, let's go out and I eat food and sit with this notebook and try to plan all this stuff. And uh, instead of planning the wedding, we ended up having this conversation that we'd had many times before. And it was, it's become like a, you know, like a, so what, it's the, what do you think will happen game? And I realized how it suddenly felt like the Mueller stuff had really like the clock had, has advanced and that we're getting, we're the, the, the barriers to getting rid of Mueller are, are being knocked down one by one, or they're just being knocked aside one by one with great violence. Um, And uh, now I'd like to play with you a game called, what do you think will happen Dan? Uh, Do you think we're facing down that he's going to just 
go for it. That he's going to actually fi- fire Miller. Yeah, going to Saturday at Massacre that shit. <sighs> I maybe I'm being very naive about this, but I think that I think that he thinks he's playing a four-dimensional game of chess right now and that he will shit talk and muddy the waters and that sort of thing. But I think he will stop short of firing Mueller. Now I say that with a huge caveat that if the mildly incompetent lawyers that seem to surround him leave and they Mm -hmm. are replaced by more folks along the lines of Joe DeGenova, who just he just joined today and who is like a legit, honest to God, Fox News talking head conspiracy theorist, then all bets are off. But if rocks in my head, Ty Cobb sticks around, if John Dowd, who um, writes and I'm not joking, Maureen writes every email set in purple comic sans um if if those if that brain trust sticks around no no for real no no really you you back that shit up dad do not think you can just do something like that and just keep on moving i okay let me make a quick note here that i really really like typography a lot um (laughs) I, I really do. It's something that I really like and that I get very upset about when it's bad. So um, I'm already fidgeting and grabbing things as I even attempt to discuss this. But uh, so John Dowd, who is one of uh, one of the, the legal team that that Trump has on the personal side of things, um, issued a statement after McCabe was um was fired saying that he hopes that, you know, Jeff Sessions will, you know, follow the brave move of getting, getting rid of McCabe and bring the investigation to an end, sort of implying that, that, that Mueller should be fired. And then almost immediately he was asked uh, by someone, I want to say the daily beast, but I'm not entirely sure. Like, is this an, is this official Trump, like, is this coming from the president or what's the deal? And he responded to them. And in the in the article that I read about the response, it said in his signature purple comic sans and then just went from there uh, that he said, no, this was just me speaking for myself. I have nothing to do with the president because, you know, what, you know, when you're the legal person for the president, why would anyone think that you were speaking on behalf of the president? Blah. In his signature. Yes. Purple yeah. comic. Yeah. So set. I looked up a little further into that because holy shit. And uh, it turns out all emails that he sends are set in purple comic sans. Dan. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you just told me whenever he goes out to dinner, he orders Lucky Charms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his car is covered in like purple polka dots. <laughs> Hi, I'm the president's lawyer and all of my emails are in purple comic yeah. sense. Like he has a light up tie <laughs> that spins or something like that's it. It's like I'm a fucking clown. <laughs> I don't how do you do that? Well, right before we sat down and record, there was a potential uh, there was like a, a something floating around online that said it looked like Ty Cobb maybe leaving. Oh boy. I mean that's been floating so, around for a bit. Uh but maybe we'll stop recording and we'll discover that in fact this is this has gone wrong. But to to finish my original thought before getting waylaid by the purple Oh, you you take your time with that. Um, I don't think he's going to fire Mueller uh, unless unless the people around him change dramatically, in which case all bets are off. And I think that's 
I think that's generally true for a lot of things, you know, the, uh, you know, potentially nuking North Korea, like he will not do that unless the people around him change dramatically, in which case all bets are off. Like uh, it just, he is so influenced by the people around him, even when he wants to needle them he still tends to sort of listen to them. Like apparently, um, I think it was the Rex Tillerson firing. Uh, Kelly really didn't like Rex Tillerson. And so that was actually a reason that Trump kept him on was because he knew it annoyed Kelly, even though Trump also wanted to fire Rex Tillerson and didn't like him. But like the ability to just like fuck with Kelly outweighed his dislike of Rex Tillerson for a while. This is the president of the United States, Maureen. And his lawyers write in purple comic sans. And have and the new one, this new one, this Joe DiGenova guy. Um, have you seen pictures of him? Yes, he sort of looks like um, Robert Landon's uh, evil alter ego. That is an amazing description. Yeah, he... and I, I say, I say that as someone who um, has a great fascination for the character of, of Robert Landon. So, Harvard symbiologist Robert Landon, a man who wears turtlenecks because he is afraid of ties, and this is the dark mirror version yeah. of him. Yeah, he wears like turtlenecks underneath tweed suits and he's got a real mm -hmm. bushy mustache. I read somebody when yeah. he was first named, uh, described him as, he looks like a guy that knows a guy. <clears throat> it's like, that is a perfect description of this lawyer. He's got pockets full of red sauce. Yeah, something. He's something. Well, I'm going to keep my eye on this guy because he might be a new he might be new boyfriend material, although nobody will be like my Sam. Oh, Sam. Sam did another interview. Did he? And he was. Yes, I, I was busy working uh, over the weekend and Oscar comes in. He's like, you're going to have to come here. And I said, no, I'm working. And he said, Sam Nunberg's back on TV in a minute. And I just dropped everything what I, that I was doing. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to say anything else to me. You say Sam's here, and I'm. I You're check my it. look in the mirror. I check my hair, my clothes, my face, you know, and I run in. I go, Sam. Oh, I woke up like this, Sam. <laughs> oh, Sam. How you been here long, Sam? I just. Gosh, it's nice to see you. And uh, he gave an interview in which he was. He said, uh, "Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to testify." No, I didn't mean it. And uh, he said, uh, they, they said, well, it looked like you broke on TV. And he said, I, I think I broke TV. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, I love him. They're just all so stupid. I don't know what you mean, Dan. Uh, oh, boy. S Sam would let Trump hump his arm. Oh, God, no. No. Mm-hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Both arms. Both I, arms if he asked. I just, Put them together. I just banished should... that from my head. Do what you need to, Mr. President. Oh, boy. Oh, good gravy. <laughs> I like that you have a catchphrase. I, I was going to say, since apparently it wasn't a catchphrase on a television show, it's mine now, Maureen. Blue Apron. Good gravy. No, that's yes. not theirs. Yes. It is not theirs. Oh, they don't yeah. get it. Mm -hmm. You know they do have good gravy. This reminds me that I have a Blue Apron footnote for the end of the episode, but I'll just well, bring it up later. Meanwhile, Dan, speaking of delicious food, in England, a, a man and his daughter were dining at a place called ZZ's, which is a little bit like, kind of like the Olive Garden or Brucci's or something. And, oh, so classy. And they were... Zizi's is all right. Zizi's is all right. I don't mind. I'm I'm not against a Bertucci's visit, Dan. I'm not against that. All right. I'm not. I'm not I, look. Sometimes when I'm at home visiting Philly, we gotta get something to eat. You know. You're in. I'm in. You're there. Well, they uh, they were poisoned. Sure. Um, uh, and there the, was the food was not good. 
and the uh, oh, actually no, they were they just happened to be a, a that man was a Russian spy connected to oh. the steel dossier, and a several more people were sickened in the city of um, Salisbury, and uh, which is a big city, yeah, and a fairly big city, and um, then after a couple of days, they said to everyone that had been in certain places in Salisbury, they were like they said you should wash your clothes and clean your phone, and you know there might have been a chemical nerve agent released into the air and um and uh and uh so what what happened then was that russia released a chemical nerve agent uh in england oh perfect is what seems to have happened and Theresa may accused russia of doing it and russia uh the russian embassy in london seems to fully be trolling everyone by saying it wasn't us and then also um, tweeting out pictures of her of David Suchet playing Hercule Poirot and saying things like, "Who we need a detective." Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> like straight up, the Russian embassy is like, "You mad?" <laughs> Jesus! <sighs> so that's well. The good news is that uh, Trump actually spoke on the phone with Putin today. The actual so he, day that he, we're recording, he said. We've got to take action against you for releasing a chemical nerve agent in England, uh, our closest no. ally. He hmm? congratulated him on winning 75% of the vote. And, really? Uh, and then they discussed how they should meet later to talk about how they can work together. And uh, when Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who has the worst job in Washington, uh, had to do a presser afterwards, she was in fact asked, hey... Did they talk about the fact that Russia poisoned like 30 people in England? And she said, no, I do not believe they discussed that. I don't. You see, you don't ask weird stuff about your friends. Like I never say to you, Dan, did you ever kill anyone with your beard? Well, I mean, so first of all, there's no proof of that. Second right. of all, um, that's just conjecture. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not going to comment on that any further. But um, typically in country to country discussions, uh, mm -hmm. you would either not call or mm -hmm. uh, or you would bring it up in sort of a show of bombast and solidarity with your uh, many hundred year ally. Now, are you saying that even though that there's proof that Russia manipulated our election and uh penetrated our our you know our security systems and uh then killed you know or attempted to kill and potentially killed some people with it by releasing a nerve agent in england that you um you're supposed to just get all up in someone's face about that on their birthday no maureen it was not it was not his birthday because his birthday is when you fire you someone ah, okay. right there was more stuff going on in england then was there do tell well it turns out there's this com this company which sounds it's called cambridge analytica and it sort of sounds like they get you ready for the sat sure uh but they don't no no they do is they give you a bullshit facebook quiz and then when you take it it steals all your friends' data, basically. But then they don't, you just find out like which Scooby Doo character you are, right? You do of it. Yes, they will tell you which Scooby Doo character you are, but I'm then it, it then. In case you were wondering. I mean, I see that. Yeah. I think I'm Fred. You'd look good in an ascot. I sure I totally would. see you as a Fred, little white shirt and an ascot. Mm -hmm. And then Daffy's just falling out the window all the yeah, time. Well, you know, happens. Yeah. So now the name Cambridge Analytica has been coming up for a year. Yeah. They've just, you know, this, this is not a recent thing. There's been so many questions about this, about Cambridge Analytica and the information they had for so long. Um, yeah, they're funded by the Mercers, uh, who are this kind of shadowy right wing uh, father who never speaks. 
my favorite thing about the Mercers is that Robert Mercer does not speak. Uh, and then Rebecca Mercer, the daughter who does speak. Um, yeah, they fund Cambridge Analytica, and apparently they are the ones that connected them to the Trump campaign. And um, Cambridge Analytica did a lot of the kind of data-based stuff, which at the time was like, hey, they're using Facebook in all these cool ways to find racists. And then uh, it turns out they were, in fact, breaking Facebook's terms of service because you can't actually have someone take an entirely unrelated quiz and then steal all of their data, including all of their friends' data and friend connections, and then use it to push ads at their worst selves, which is apparently what yep. they did. To change their behavior. It's just when you think that Facebook can't suck any more than it does. Oh, it can suck a lot. Yeah. Uh, but they did. So this this came out at the same time as the McCabe firing. Uh, they suddenly announced that they were banning Cambridge Analytica from their platform because they were misusing it. And then the most remarkable thing happened, which was over the course of the weekend, there were sort of discussions about this, but also discussions about the fact that like kind of anyone that takes and uses Facebook data probably misuses Facebook data, though certainly not in a way to throw an election. And then and suddenly Monday dropped, Maureen, and the BBC Four <laughs> announced that unrelated to the to the Facebook stuff, they had been conducting a undercover investigation of Cambridge Analytica that included multiple hidden camera interviews with the CEO of the company. And he's a real winner, Maureen. It was quite a dinner that they seem to have. Uh, I've never had a dinner like this. Uh, so anyway, uh, reporters at the BBC, Maureen. Well, it wasn't actually. It wasn't actually the BBC then. It was Channel Four. I Channel Four, wait. separate from BBC. Okay. Channel Four. Channel Four. Channel Four. Very famous broadcaster on there named John Snow. Thank you for and explaining to me. An amazing investigative journalist named Kathy Newman who has done a lot of great work and is my friend's cousin. She well. is dope. Anyway, uh, investigative journalist at Channel 4 um, posed as folks wanting to hire Cambridge Analytica uh, to help them with an election somewhere or other. And um, they got interviews with the CEO uh, on camera where he says things like, oh, you know what we do? We like to uh, try to discredit opponents. Sometimes we'll send Ukrainian girls over to their house and get them on video. Yeah. Yeah. There was another uh, section of that report I believe released today yeah. tonight so um, I, we haven't even seen the end of this wonderful uh, wonderful story but Cambridge Analytica this is a white hot mess yeah and uh, it's just another way that you know we have Russian infiltration we have Cambridge Analytica we have basically all the forces of darkness coming together so in case you're like what what great masterminds what geniuses what what was it that Trump was just so smart that that he was able to come to power? And it turns out that a giant shitstorm will wash anything up on the beach. Yep. Just garbage will come up on the beach. I mean, more and more, it really does seem like a whole bunch of real evil people were basically like, who can be the dumb one that eventually takes the fall? Yeah, do you even think that because presumably a lot of these things were happening independently yeah. unless there was some connection between Cambridge Analytica and anything that was going on with Russian interference and I believe they um, do actually share a number of it's <laughs> a number like the people probably yeah <laughs> because but it, it of course they do oh, yeah Jesus <laughs> oh good gravy I think it's working for you. I, I appreciate that. 
I'm excited to make the good gravy t-shirts. Says Whovians, if, it, if, it, if this makes you feel any better, those dumb fucks on Facebook. Um, I, I told you about my case study, the one I watch, the one who posts all the terrible memes and yes. the things about the Confederate flag. She went off on something the other day and said, I always do research before posting something. I would never just post a meme or a rumor. And I was so inspired. Um, it's always people like that. that then they say things like, I wouldn't just, I know what I'm doing. I wouldn't just post a meme. But um, that they've all been played in a very, in a very uh, calculated way. Um, Facebook sucks as just as bad as you thought. Except for um, the Says Who Facebook group. Except for Says Who Facebook group, which is just honestly sunshine. It's a little little island. Can I give you another little ray of sunshine, Maureen? I would like it. Don Jr.'s getting divorced. Oh, oh man, poor Don Jr. No, no. What a lovely guy. Couldn't have happened to anyone better. Yeah, and apparently his wife has hired a criminal attorney for her divorce. Yeah, that part's interesting. I don't think that's something people normally do. Apparently not. Apparently that's not a normal go-to. Not your go-to uncontested divorce lawyer. Well, someone else who might need a divorce lawyer. It's Stormy Daniels time. Yes, it is. There we go. Feeling it. Our country may be saved by this miraculous woman. She is pretty great. I love Stormy. She is uh she is currently being sued by the president of the United States for 20 million dollars for 20 breaches of a non-disclosure agreement that was signed over an affair that no one will say that they had except Stormy Daniels. Oh, except that it wasn't signed, right? Was not signed. That is true. Was not signed by Donald Trump. Which is why she is contesting that she can, in fact, speak uh, about their affair. Which she had and... already spoken about before the non-disclosure agreement was signed, years before. Like, this is the thing that's truly amazing, is the In Touch interview with Stormy Daniels. Which, if you have not read, people, go read it. It's something. Um, that was done, like, years before this NDA was done. So like she went on, and this was in years before he was running for president. So she was interviewed. She told all about this affair. It never saw print until, at, until suddenly there was news around it. But like, there's not even like, th this would be a hell of a con. She was running. If it w rolled all the way back to an in touch interview, like it's, it's an, it's a miraculous thing. The whole thing is amazing. Michael Cohen is in it. Uh, and she took a polygraph test, which yeah, has that also come out, out today, today. And, and passed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, polygraph tests are a little... Yeah. yeah. But, um, is, it, is it just science? But yeah, she did pass. Yeah. According to... You know, for whatever that's worth. Well, and just for the fact that, again, like, here is more evidence that this thing that they claim didn't happen definitely happened. You know, like, yeah. I mean... Just, it is something. It is really something, Maureen. And this is the thing that that dawned on me is that like the most interesting thing to me about the Stormy Daniels story is that it actually the initial article about it dropped in the Wall Street Journal, um, actually on the same day that Janice had her her second surgery. So like back in January. Um, and it did not, it, it felt like one of those, like, how is this a 24 hour story? 
you know, but it just kind of like it leaked like the president had this big ass affair with a porn star and then it just dropped off the face of the earth. And then the in touch story came out and it was like maybe a day and then it dropped off the face of the earth. And then Stormy got her shit together. And she has been yep. amazing ever since. She got a better lawyer who also seems to be a badass and now has other women signing up with him who have similar NDAs, apparently. Um, and this story won't go away. And I feel like one of the things that has just been this recurring theme and says who is how nothing sticks around. You know, it's like a controversy and then it's gone the next day because it's replaced by another controversy. And like that is like especially in a week where literally like we've just spoken for 40 minutes straight about what happened in the last two weeks. And the last thing is, oh, yeah, this 20 million dollar lawsuit by the president of the United States against the porn star that he slept with. Um, mm. Like she's actually figured out how to break through. And I feel like the only two folks that have figured out how to break through the like news cane that's constantly happening was is Stormy Daniels and the and the Florida, the gun rights kids like both yep. of them. And it's interesting that it's kind of happened simultaneously, too. But like both of these parties have figured out how to break through the wall of churn that has made it impossible before. And it's to me, there's something like, oh, man, we need to dissect all of this stuff and figure it out because there's there's an atomic level thing that we can probably understand and learn how to actually break through it more often. But it is very interesting to see both of these things actually stick and stay and they couldn't be more different. Right. Um, but they sure have stuck around. They've both seen terrible things. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, good gravy. I'm just saying. Stormy and one of the other, you know, so many. Th when we say another thing that's coming out, that's the thing is that it's like, do you ever see Cloverfield where it's just at one point barfing up spider monsters, and you're yeah. like, oh, there's another one, there's another one. It's it's the news this week has been barfing up spider monsters constantly, and it appears that Trump has been making people in the White House sign NDAs. Yeah, but can you even do that? They don't work for you; they work for the government. There's a and... there's a legal question right now around whether NDAs for government employees actually could stick. Okay. But it's not it's not cut and dry. And it's it's again it's one of those things like there's actually an interview somebody pulled out an interview early on cuz it's again it's been known that Trump was asking people to sign NDAs and he was asked about it and his answer was like if there's a law saying I can't show it to me you know, and like, that's how he does. That's how he works. Like, how many things have we learned were just simply norms around the presidency, but not actually laws constructed to make sure these things didn't happen? And this appears to be another one, though there's, I guess, overarching case law around public employees and their speech rights. Not only with I have our is there a question of the White House employees, but now other women are coming forward to challenge NDAs that Donald Trump has had them sign. And there's another woman who's come forward today. Yeah. Who may be speaking out. Um, and also there's the whole question of was Stormy Daniels uh, threatened with physical harm? Right. This is another thing that she she said and that her lawyers since backed up that that happened. And her lawyer also said something about how some of these allegations, though it's unclear whether we're talking sex stuff or threat stuff, probably threat stuff, but who knows, actually happened during Trump's presidency. So that is very interesting. What is Melania thinking right now? Oh, she held a uh, she held a, a televised roundtable about cyberbullying today, Maureen. Did you not know that? Okay. All right. Let's take a nap. Let's take a nap. I will just say that as I looked over, the last headline that flashed up was exclusive from the Washington Post. Trump's national security advisors warned him not to congratulate Putin. He did it anyway. Apparently, quote, including a section in his briefing materials in all cap letters Fuck. stating, no. do not congratulate. Oh, good gravy. 
<laughs> Holy shit. So to go back to the game of what do you think is going to happen, I th- I feel like the clock has advanced considerably. Oscar was of the opinion. Now here we came down two different sides. I think that we are approaching zero hour quickly. I think he's going to attempt to fire the special prosecutor within two to three weeks. Oscar believes it's going to be between August and October because he thinks that for just that long, the Republicans will be able to hold him off and then he'll they'll he'll break free and shit the bed and just do it. Right. right and then the election. fuck the midterms. Right. That's, like he'll just do it in a frenzy. Yeah, that's certainly buying that. That's certainly that tracks. Like right now, there's not enough chaos would not cause anywhere near enough chaos if unless like versus waiting until much closer to the election when it will just be a real death knell. In the end, I hope it is Melania who throws the last fistful of dirt that buries him. That would be really, that would be really poetic. It would be nice. It'd be a nice little, but you know what? Anyone will do. Anyone will do, you know. Anyone, any, literally anybody. It does feel really poetic for him to be undone by women, though. That's nice. It feels nice. Yeah, like it just, that really, that really closes a, a circle in a nice writerly way. Stormy has just been, you know, she's she's held her ground and it, it can't be, it has to be terrifying. Yeah. It has to be profoundly terrifying. And... Mostly, you know, she's going to be dismissed by people, you know, oh, she's just this. She's just a porn star. She's just this. She's just that. And she's been great. She's like, I'm a businesswoman. I run my own company. I pay everybody well. I take care of my employees. And I'm not afraid of you. And that's um, pretty great. That is pretty great. I'm going to name my, I'm I'm going to get a cactus and name it Stormy. Oh, I like it. It's a good name for a cactus. Stormy. Stormy the cactus. Oh, boy. So what we're saying here on Napcast is that it's been a slow week. Been a real slow week. I'm amazed that we found enough to talk about. Dan. No. You realize it's going to be probably even busier by the time we talk again. Oh, boy. It's... Statistically, that is what is likely. It is all accelerating. Yeah. How are you coping? Not well. Mm-hmm. Is there more to that or just... Uh... <laughs> no. It's... Okay. It's... Uh... Uh... What are you using to cope these days? Are you... Uh... I, have, uh, I have fallen off the Stardew wagon, I'm sorry to say. That's all right. I know. I know. Uh, I right now. I, I feel like uh, I feel like the candle sale was a big coping mechanism for me, and mm-hmm. uh, now I'm in the kind of slow moving manufacturing period. So I don't have that. I feel I feel like I am copeless right now, Maureen. Truly copeless. I don't have anything that I'm coping. Just I'm just my ship is rocking side to side, yeah. taking on water. Yeah, I feel the same. I have a lot of stuff to do. I'm tired all the time, and I don't understand anything that's happening, which puts me. I really do feel tired all the time. But isn't it good to know that other people just are feeling just exhausted? As you know, um, as Zini Zardan from Boing Boing put on Twitter today, she has a friend who grew up in Russia. Apparently, that during the you know the worst of the Russian regime, who said you know. It's exhausting. You're you're literally going through. We right now there's an active campaign of information warfare going on, and the idea behind it is to make people confused and exhausted. Yeah. Whew. So hang that mission accomplished banner on that aircraft but, carrier. But it's true. Like all of the things that are happening and being done to us all right now, it's all part of a campaign of of an, of uh, information warfare and it's having an effect and the way to fight back is to spend a bunch of time taking care of ourselves um however 
Reading nice Taking read a nice book. Like Truly Devious by Maureen one, Johnson. Not that one. Yeah, that one. Don't you know that one was just on sale for a dollar ninety nine. Not on sale anymore. On Amazon. Now it's only nine ninety nine. It was everywhere. It was everywhere, not just Amazon. Buy her book. You don't have to buy her book. You don't have to buy it, guys. Go to the library if you want. It's just a good thing to do. Do something good. Buy Maureen's book. Also, That's all I'm saying. Just taking care of yourself, like cooking at home. And if you want to cook at home, a great way to do that is through our, our sponsor, Blue Apron. And They're not our sponsor. There's some great recipes coming up this week. They're not our sponsor. No. People are getting, no. People are getting tired of me doing this, Dan. So I think I have to respect that. It to me, it's actually not that people are getting tired, though. I think people are getting they tired. Are. There was a funny, there was a funny cross tweet uh, conversation that we got cc'd into at some point. Which folks never cc other people into conversations on no, Twitter. Always but, do uh, the best. <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, apparently, this is this was my this was my footnote, my Blue Apron footnote. Apparently, some people believe that we actually are marketing for blue apron you know yeah, like ste- they are not our sponsor in like a stealth marketing uh ironic but paid mm-hmm. way and i assure that we you are. that we mm-hmm. are not we are not i got another goddamn grilled cheese sandwich on the menu i love a grilled cheese sandwich our theme music is performed by ted leo ted leo is a great person he does not eat grilled cheese. He would eat grilled vegan cheese. It's true. It's just a fact about Ted Leo. It's true. Our logo great is vegan, designed... Great vegan cheeses now. Great. Our logo is designed cashews, by Darth. Cauliflower, sunflower seeds. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. Says you... Who Podcast yes. on Twitter. Thank you. Or... I'm just going to repeat the information so people can hear it perfect am i that mm-hmm. unclear no okay uh, and you can email us at hey that is email a- us oh boy oh good gravy mm-hmm. at hey h-e-y that hey. says who podcast.com dot com oh that's hard mm-hmm. uh and uh, hey you, dan yes maureen you like phil collins i do you want to sing phil collins with me right now yes one more night. One, One. more night. I feel like night. I'm walking into a trap. One, One more, more night. night. As a wait forever. And if I stumble, I call you. It's just something. You, you're, you're just setting hmm? me up. I'm not. Just sing Phil Collins with me, Dan. I just feel like there's. One this is a trap. Night. It's not. This is clearly a trap. Preying on my nostalgia and love of Phil Collins to lure me into something. It's been on my mind. Oh boy. You can join the discussion on Facebook. We just talked about Facebook. Who doesn't love Facebook? Phil Uh, Collins. (laughs) It's slash groups. (laughs) Slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Phil Collins. It's not moderated by Phil Collins. Now I am proud to announce our new sponsor, Phil Collins. Oh man, I wish Phil Collins was our sponsor. He is. He's our sponsor now. When I was in seventh grade and had no friends, I sure did love Phil Collins. Phil Collins was your friend, and he's our friend now. He was my only friend. Phil Collins, the official music artist of Says Who Podcast. We have a new people got tired of Blue Apron and now we have a new sponsor. And it's Phil Collins, the musician. I love Who it. Was in... He's he's more than just a musician, Maureen. That's true. He's an actor. Yep. He's... He starred in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He's an inventor. He invented the telescope. Yes. He is a chef. He uh, was the first person to cook a hot dog. Yep. Phil Collins. Yeah. Multi-talented Phil Collins, our new sponsor. What's your favorite Phil Collins song? <sighs> Boy, Maureen, uh, how much time do we got? As much as you need. Big fan of In the Air tonight. Wow. 
Uh, also, uh, really like the uh, the roof is leaking song oh. off. I believe um, uh, one of those records with his face. Mm-hmm. That one always made me feel sad, mm-hmm. and I like to feel sad a lot in seventh grade. Wow. Uh, what's that one? Oh, against all odds. That one's a good one. Oh, that's you like you like the slower. He he really hit me in the feels in seventh grade, Maureen. I was not expecting Dan Sinker, the former creator of Punk Planet magazine, to be such so on board with our sponsor, Phil Collins. What are your favorite Phil Collins songs, Maureen? Uh, One More Night uh, uh, and um, Abacab. Just oh, yeah. Reaching into the Genesis mm-hmm, material. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big fan of that. that. That's a whole record, isn't it? Yeah, but I think that is what's the song I'm thinking of the really famous one. Oh, that's all, right? Not that's all. There's another one. You can leave and I won't go, and my like heart won't that. tell oh. me so. You're singing like the country music version, isn't it? You country. Can, you can leave, but you won't go. It'll be easier, I know. I can't feel the thing from my head down to my toes. Bang, 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 da, dang, da, dang. Why does it always <laughs> seem to be? You're looking at you, you, you're looking, you're looking at, at me. me. So it's the same. same. It's just the same. That's all. That's all. You say day. I say night. You say it's wrong. I tell you it's right. Oh, boy. I really That's love beautiful. Phil Collins a lot. See, now you feel better? I do feel better. Phil Collins. Take your vitamin <sighs> PC. <laughs> Oh, good gravy. From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. From my closet in New York, I'm Phil Collins. That's not true. He lives in Miami. You knew that too fast, and I like it. You unlocked a Phil Collins section of my brain that I didn't even know existed. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Think of all the things that could have been in there. Phil Collins.